Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. What is going on with the Instagram algorithms? I've been wondering this for the past week or so, and I've been getting lots of questions from you guys. So in this episode, I will be answering some of the most commonly asked social media questions and some of the most relevant ones for right now. So let's get right into it. Welcome to the solo Q&A episode. Lots of you have been asking for this format, so here we go. Here's the first question from Sage from Celestial Spirit Healing. I just realized that Instagram algorithms changed and no one is seeing my posts. It's weird and I'm curious what's going on. Okay, I totally agree with you. You're not alone. I have been experiencing this on a lot of my accounts as well. And I'm noticing that lots of influencers and brands and all kinds of Instagram pages are experiencing lower engagement than ever. I have been researching this topic to see what's happening And funny enough, Instagram is having another breakdown today. Today is July 3rd, 2019. So there's clearly changes that are being implemented to the platform that we don't know yet about. First of all, there's lots of talk about Instagram removing likes from the public eye. So that will take lots of pressure off a lot of people because you won't have to worry about what people are thinking about you and your business and your self-expression based on the amount of likes you get. So that is an exciting update. But in the meantime, whose business and ability to make money depends on your presence on Instagram. Okay, so there's a couple of ways to think about this. First of all, this is a trend that's just happening to a lot of people. Like I mentioned, if you look on Reddit, if you look at social media publications like Search Engine Journal, They are reporting that there has been a massive decline in engagement across the board since May. On the one hand, it's totally normal to just be in total shock, surprise, and be upset at Instagram. You know, why is the platform that we've given so much to taking it away from us? But that's a very self-limiting way of looking at it. First of all, nothing ever belonged to you, Instagram doesn't belong to us. They're just providing us a platform to create connection, to create businesses, to create impact, but it doesn't belong to us. So it's really important to remember that later in this episode, we're going to get into the importance of diversifying your platforms. So make sure that Instagram is not the only place where your potential customers, existing customers can reach you. And instead of spending your time being upset at Instagram and frustrated about how many likes you're getting in a post, maybe even feeling embarrassed, I invite you to rethink about why are you present on this platform? What is your vision for your most aligned, authentic presence on the platform? What would that look like? What would that feel like? What would the result be? And what kind of an impact would that have on your business? So just strip all the layers and go all the way back to why you're posting. And who are you and what do you want to share that actually adds value to the conversation? It's so easy to get stuck in the game of being addicted to approval that on Instagram comes in the form of numbers of comments and likes that you're getting. But instead, just ask yourself, do you approve of what you're posting? If you were to look at your Instagram feed, would that feel aligned? 
would that feel like an authentic representation of who you are and where you're going? So use this time to really, really rethink of how you're using the platform, if it's actually benefiting you and how it leaves you feeling. Because if it is benefiting your business, but it's really stripping you away from your soul, then I don't think it's worth it. So really strive to always find that balance point between being creatively expressed and connected as a soul and at the same time adding value and promoting your business in a way that feels good. You are the only person responsible for your own energetic alignment and how it lands with other people is not something you can control. Especially if we're talking about your posts not even reaching most of the people who followed you, who actually connected to something in your profile and signed up to receive updates from you. Let's be honest, most people never even see your posts. That's just how the home feed and the algorithm works. So don't take it personally and don't be upset at things that are out of your control and certainly don't let them determine your inner state. I'm reminding you that your inner state is completely under your control. You can decide to choose how you feel at any given moment. So instead of feeling upset and defeated, choose space and curiosity. These are all the concepts that we discuss and cover in the Conscious Social Media program that relaunches in September 2019. So if you're curious to experience what it's like to really dive into the world of social media from a more conscious perspective that is coming from a place of intuition and alignment, then see all the details on wokenwire.com forward slash social dash media. And if you are someone who graduated from the program, it's totally normal to have these questions come up over and over. Continuing to create relevant and powerful and aligned online presence, it's a work that doesn't happen overnight and you keep learning lessons and some of them you keep coming back to in circles and it's totally fine to be questioning lots of things when it comes to social media because you can literally create anything you want. So because there's so much space for creation, of course, there's lots of doubts and limiting beliefs that may be coming up. But the truth is you don't need to know answer to every question. Just focus on what you do know and follow your curiosity. That's always the right answer. And one more thing here is that I am also noticing that even though on some of my accounts I've been getting very low engagement lately, on stories, the engagement is actually on the higher side. So really think about re-engaging your audience on stories instead of just giving up on Instagram completely because your posts aren't getting the engagement. I think a lot of people just don't click like anymore. People might be saving posts, commenting, sending it to their friends. All of that you can see from the insights if you have a business account on Instagram. You can see all of these stats. I highly recommend looking at them. But the number of likes is far from being the most important indicator of how well you're doing. Really put yourself out there more on stories, get more engaging, ask people questions, ask people what they want to know from you, do surveys, and get interactive and creative with it. I really find that stories are a fantastic way to stay in touch with your community and create a much deeper bond at that. Okay, next question comes from Elaine. Do you have any experience using Pinterest to drive traffic to your website? Would love to hear anything you know about the platform. All right, this is a great question. 
I noticed over the past few years, I've had spikes of lots of traffic coming to my website, breakfastcriminals.com from Pinterest. Even though I don't use it a ton, I just make sure that I pin all my new blog posts on there as well as curate some other boards where I'm actually genuinely saving information I want to come back to like recipes or places to visit or home decor inspo. And I noticed that even though I don't intentionally put a lot of time into Pinterest, I am still getting more traffic from Pinterest than I am from Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So over the years of being active on Pinterest, here are some things that I learned. Number one is that you never know who may come across your content, so you better make sure it's good. When I was just starting out Breakfast Criminals, Lululemon, someone from Lululemon, the headquarters in Canada, noticed one of my pins of my breakfast bowls on Pinterest and invited me to be a contributor to the Lululemon blog. So that really opened up a lot of doors for me in my business and put my name out there in the map of wellness. And all it came from was one pin. So make sure your content is good, whether that's your own content or curated content. Your own content is going to be much more effective because if we're talking about driving traffic to your site, those have to be photographs pinned from your site so that the traffic drives back to where you want people to go when they click on it. So another thing you can do is create custom graphics for your Pinterest. So for example, you're talking about positive benefits of using collagen. You write a blog post about it, and then at the bottom you can create an image that actually says in text, seven things that happened to me when I started using collagen, or something catchy like that. You have this shareable piece of graphic that is very clearly indicating what the content is about. And people who are curious about collagen will be clicking on that image as long as you make it beautiful. The tools that I recommend using to create images like that is canva.com, which is a software where you can create graphics with no previous experience of design. Or you can also try doing it in the Wordswag app if you want to do it from your phone. Another thing that has worked for me, because social media platforms nowadays are so visual, especially when we are talking about Pinterest and Instagram, it's very important to have updated images. And in the past few years, the kind of images that people share in social media have really gone up in quality. So something I have done is I've gone back to some of my older posts and I have replaced images with better ones. And then I pinned those just to increase my chances for my content being noticed and for that content to be clicked. I am not a Pinterest expert. It's definitely one of the platforms I'm active on. I've never made it my priority because when I look at where all of my traffic comes from, 88% in the past year came from search engines. And only 4% compared to that came from Pinterest. So for me, search engine optimization has been way more effective than any social media platforms in terms of driving traffic to my website. So search engine optimization is something that doesn't have to be intimidating. There are some basic things about it and strategies that I share in the Conscious Social Media program. One of them is to just be very smart about what titles you create, make sure they're aligned with what people will be searching on Google or anywhere else they search. Make sure that you use, if you are on WordPress, you use the right app 
to really plug in all the keywords and really just keep thinking about what would people be searching for that you would want to land on your page that would add value to their lives. And of course, backlinking. Even within my own blog posts, whenever I create new recipes and new content, I make sure to always create rich links that link back to my older posts. So for example, if I'm creating an evening routine blog post with a video and I'm mentioning my morning routine, I will make sure that I will highlight the whole text, healthy morning routine, and link that back to my healthy morning routine blog post. And that creates a rich link that really elevates that blog post in terms of search engine optimization. Since we are unexpectedly covering the topic of search engine optimization here for a moment, I'm also going to bring to your attention that it's very important that on your Instagram profile, you also include keywords that you want to be known for, that you want people to find you for. So let's say you are a dog Reiki healer. Make sure that the name field in your Instagram bio includes that. And if that doesn't fit in there, make sure that's included as high as possible in your full bio because that gets indexed by search engines and that really could help you be found by those people who are seeking your services. There's a big crow that just came nearby my house. I wonder if you guys can hear it. Lots of birds here in nature. I'm recording from our tiny cabin in upstate New York. And it's been quite the change from New York sirens in the background. All right, so the next question is from Kathleen. And the question is, do you need an active website or blog to be successful? And the question here is that there is no right or wrong answer. It really depends on what your goals are. For long term, diversifying your content, and I will continue repeating this over and over, is extremely important. Diversifying your content and diversifying your platforms. So you can't at this day and age just have an Instagram or just have a blog or just have a YouTube and expect it to live on forever because preference for social media platforms changes very rapidly and that content that you create on these platforms, it doesn't belong to you. If the platform shuts down or maybe your account gets reported, hopefully that will never happen to you. And your account could be taken down in a matter of seconds and years of work, years of creating content, all gone. So I highly recommend diversifying and having different platforms and having a website and a blog is a great way to do that. If you are a content creator or an influencer like myself with my company Breakfast Criminals, whenever brands hire me to create content with them and for them, most of the time, they want a package that includes a blog post, an Instagram post, an Instagram story. So people are very, very, very interested in being present on blogs when it comes to brands because the content there is much more evergreen than it is on Instagram. And same actually goes to YouTube. Not as many brands have picked up working with creators who do YouTube videos yet for that reason, but it's definitely on the rise. I've been getting more and more brands booking me for YouTube work in the past year and a half, and I know that it's only going to be going up because more and more people are learning on YouTube, getting their entertainment on YouTube, and it is also an evergreen platform. So a little over a year ago, I put out a video about how to make oat milk at home. In the first month, it got 
a normal amount of views. And then in the following months now, it's been going up and up like crazy because I did smart tagging and search engine optimization on the back end. Now it's nearing 40,000 views, which is a lot for my smaller channel. Having a YouTube channel is not for everyone. If you are not willing to edit videos or hire someone to edit them, or you don't want to overcome your fears of being on camera, perhaps this is not for you. But having a blog or a website, even if it's the most basic one, can definitely benefit anyone. Because whether you want it or not, you are a brand. Whether or not you provide services to people, or maybe you are a founder and you stand behind a company that has its own presence, having an online presence, just you and your name and who you are, what you do, your experience, it really, really, really changes a lot of things. It makes you more visible, more accessible. Really, we are in this era where we are encouraged and invited to step outside our shells and stop hiding and shine our full light. And no matter what you do, having a website out there that describes shortly who you are, where your services are, and what you are available to be booked for is a highly, highly valuable thing to do. And a follow-up question I often get with this is, is it important to have a blog? I find that in this day and age, people are more likely to be reading Instagram captions than they are going on blogs. And that said, I also know lots of people who have started blogs just in the past few years and they're doing really well. So it just really depends. The reason why I keep doing blog posts for Breakfast Criminals is because lots of my content is evergreen. Lots of my content involves recipes that I want people to have easy access to. So for me, having a blog is a way to categorize content and have it all live in one place. And if someone finds my website and is brand new to it and is brand new to the concept of having a morning that inspires you, motivates you, and elevates your whole life, then there's one place on the internet, this little corner on the internet, where they can find answers to all their questions. That said, I also know business coaches and spiritual healers and entrepreneurs who run their business fully from only Instagram presence. So that's totally possible and that's up to you. So be very realistic with what you are capable of, what you can and cannot take on. Know that WordPress is a more difficult way to create a website unless you're really willing to learn it because then it does become easy with time and it's much more flexible but if you want to just put something together real quickly then Squarespace is great I've created some websites for clients back when I used to do this kind of work on Squarespace and it would take me a day or two max or I'll find someone who offers this kind of work and designs simple chic websites that reflect your identity for you Having a blog, as I have seen in my conscious social media program, when people start a blog, you energetically create this space where you have the possibility of expressing yourself deeper and further than you would have on Instagram. So even if not a lot of people in the beginning are seeing it, it's a fantastic place to just practice your creativity, get into a writing flow, and know how to access that anytime. So if you have been called to create a blog or a website then definitely start doing it and know that it's possible to do it your way just start gathering inspiration looking at a million websites and maybe using Evernote an online tool where you can collect all this inspiration in one place or maybe you just take screenshots and create a folder in your phone to really highlight things that speaks to you whether that's how the about page was written or how the menu was organized or what's in the footer of the website all those things make up a great user experience when done well. 
The final question is from Bonnie. Any social media synchronicities you've experienced? I love this question so much. And it really brings us back to a sense of wonder and exploration. And that's how I really think we should approach social media more. Because it was created as a place for connection and expansion and creativity. And it's up to us to keep injecting that into our experience with social media. Social media is an energetically neutral tool. So whatever we bring to the table ends up being reflected to us. So to answer your question, Bonnie, what comes to mind is a couple of years ago, I met this man who was working in tech in San Francisco. And his dream, his long-term dream was to open up a restaurant. And over length of one evening, I shared with him everything about what I do and how I love my work and how really using the language of food has allowed me to step into who I am and share my gifts with the world and make a business out of it through Breakfast Criminals. And to him, it seemed like a foreign and new but exciting, inspiring concept. And recently he wrote to me that I inspired him to quit his job and open up that restaurant and that it's open in San Francisco. So that wasn't necessarily a synchronicity, but something that really, really touched my heart and reminded me that we never know who we are impacting by just being ourselves, by sharing ourselves. And If I leave you with anything from this Q&A episode, it's this. Just by being yourself and sharing your human experience with the world is how you make the biggest impact on anyone else's life. So work harder at being yourself than thinking about how you can get more likes. Work harder on your energetic alignment than on making sure that you get your Instagram strategy right and the rest will fall into place. And if you need more tech tools of how to do certain things, check out previous episodes, check out the Conscious Social Media program that's relaunching in September 2019. In it, I teach everything I know, every single tool and mindset that I have used to really merge my inner tech, which is my intuition, with the outer tech, in this case, social media and the online world, to build a business and build a nomadic lifestyle and build connections with people that I never thought were possible for me in this lifetime, as well as a speaking career, a consulting career. I mean, it's crazy to think all that came from social media, and all of that is possible for you, too. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends, leave a review, and find all the show notes on wokeandwired.com, and connect with me on Instagram at wokeandwired.com. Stay woke, stay wired, and have an incredible day.